he loses himself in his thoughts, in his fantasies, in the dancing leaves, and suddenly time has crept up on him. They are arriving. Small kids holding their parents' hands, bouncing with animation. Older ones walking together. Superman and Batman and Aquaman, vampires and clowns, kittens and bunnies, Cinderella and Snow White and Tinkerbell, Pocahontas and Woody from Toy Story, Ronald Reagan and Simba from The Lion King, and Mr. Spock. And the oldest ones at the school, the juniors and seniors, a few of them with some obligatory face paint or semblance of costume, but generally too cool to dress up like their younger classmates. Showtime, he says. He heard that word in a cable movie he wasn't supposed to watch and thought it sounded cool. His body temperature jacks up beneath his costume. Showtime, he says again as he raises his rifle, but this time he finds his voice, strong and confident, and then everything changes, like the flip of a switch inside him. A sense of calm sweeps through him, itself exhilarating. Look at him. Look at him patiently walking out from the tree cover, rifle raised, aiming and firing and clicking in the next round, aiming and firing and clicking, aim, fire, click, while he walks toward the unsuspecting masses. The pop of the rifle, with each pull of the trigger, is the most invigorating sensation he's ever felt. Jimmy Traeger howls in a combination of pain and surprise as his back arches and he staggers to the ground. Roger Ackerman, that asshole, clutches his arm and tries to run, but stumbles into the leaves. Visible in the clearing now, he drops to one knee to steady himself, as screams and cries fill the air, as fifty, sixty kids scatter in all directions like cockroaches, bumping into one another, tripping over one another, dropping their school bags and covering their heads, unsure initially which way to run, heads whipping in all directions, only knowing they should run, run, run. By the trees, one parent yells. The parking lot, cries another. He fires and clicks in the next round. Aim, fire, click, while panic propels the population of students like a strong gust of wind. Their squeals are like music. Their terror is his oxygen. He wishes this moment would never end. Six hit, seven, eight in the clearing near him, another half dozen farther away. And then he raises his rifle with a dramatic flare and takes a moment, just a moment, to savor the delicious scene, the power he holds, the havoc he has created. It's like nothing he's ever felt. It's beyond words, this rush, this thrill coursing through him. And then his vision blurs, and it's a moment before he realizes it's not the wind causing it, but his own tears. There are probably a dozen pellets left in his BB rifle, but he's out of time. Faculty will pour out of the building any second. The STPD will be called. And he accomplished what he wanted anyway. Just some superficial pellet wounds. But wow, was that fun. And I'm only twelve years old, he thinks. You ain't seen nothing yet. Book One Bridgehampton 2011. Chapter 1. Noah Walker stands carefully on the roof of his house, takes a moment to ensure his balance, and removes the Yankees cap from his head to wipe the sweat off his brow under the scorching early June sun. He never minded roofing work, but it's different when it's your own roof, the place you're renting, 
and the only reason you're doing it is the landlord will take six months to get to it, and you're sick of water spots on the ceiling. He runs his hands through his thick, wavy hair. The Matthew McConaughey look, Page calls it, noting that he has the physique to match. He's heard that comparison for years and never thought much of it. He never thought much of what anyone thought or said about him. If he did, he sure as hell wouldn't still be living in the Hamptons. He hears the crunch of car tires down the road, the hum of a powerful, well-maintained engine. The unpaved roads just off Sag Harbor Turnpike are uneven at best, sometimes bumpy and other times outright treacherous. Not like the roads by the ocean, by the 40,000-square-foot mansions where the elite like to summer. Not that he should bitch too much about the Blue Bloods. He makes twice as much from May to August doing their bidding as he does the rest of the year combined. He fixes what they need fixed. He digs what they need dug.